Good day, my friends. Sometimes knowing too much can make things very complicated. Sometimes knowing too much can make things very complicated. Sometimes it's easier to be simple. It's easier not to see life in a variety of different um, variables and the like. Sometimes it's just a lot easier just to see things in kind of black and white and that's it. For example, sometimes Mrs. L and I will see a name and we'll wonder, well, how do you pronounce that? How, how does one pronounce that? And I would say, well, it's interesting because, because we know of how many ways there is to pronounce something. We can come up with 50 different versions, whereas somebody who doesn't know as much as we do, as we know, about pronunciation, they may come up with just three. So we're more confused than they are because we know all of the variations. We know all of the possibilities, all of the permutations. They don't. They don't understand it that way. So the more you know, the less eh, things get. And if you really want to make it big today, especially in this left-right world, do not have many permutations to what you believe in. Stick to something very, very um, steadfastly, very, very, very doggedly, and don't budge. Do you hear what I'm saying? Don't budge at all. Don't move from your position. Don't budge. That's what people are doing. Now, we're going to talk about stuff today which is not for the faint of heart. And this will really, this will really upset a lot of folks because they want things in a very simple, black and white, apodictic, left and right, right or wrong kind of world. And there is no such thing as this. Now, I have been explaining to you also that when it comes to the world of, especially, when it comes to the world of foreign policy and the like, there is something that is called realism. And realism is something which it sort of sounds like something that most people should necessarily abide, but it's not that way at all. Realism is you're looking at the world irrespective of the way things should be, might be, the way they were, you look at things the way they are. And you don't have, you, how do we say this? You don't slam your fist and say, this isn't right. It's like, get used to it. The whole world isn't right. There's no such thing as ref, right. It, the point I want to know is, whose position is what? Now, let me start off with something, which is the most important. Robert Kennedy Jr. went to, was scheduled to go and appear with Rabbi Shmuley Botiak at the New York Society for Ethical Culture. This has been around since 1876. Robert Oppenheimer went there. It has a it has a very, very interesting uh, list of people who've been there, and it's, it's, it's a fixture in the Upper West Side. 
So Robert uh, Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy, and Shmuley Botiak were supposed to be there. This is the most incredible thing in the world I've seen. They were disinvited. Uh, in fact, yesterday, yesterday, yesterday evening, it says, the New York Society for Ethical Culture just canceled my event with Rabbi Shmuley, scheduled for tomorrow night. They're evidently under tremendous pressure since they violated a binding contract and canceled without explanation. This shows the DNC's fierce determination and awesome power to censor criticism of an embattled president. We are looking for another venue for tomorrow in Manhattan. Stay tuned. Well, the good news is they have a new venue. And Mrs. L and I will be there. So tonight, uh, we might do the 7 o'clock show a little early so that we can... Uh, but apparently, it's, uh, I'll be speaking Tuesday night tonight at Work World Values Network, open to the public. Uh, come watch me and Rabbi Shmuley dismantle establishment's craven attempt to use spurious anti-Semitism charges to derail the strongest peace and freedom candidate in two decades. And it's wonderful. Now, first and foremost, if you ever want to hear people who know nothing about anything, even remotely uh, similar to what I'm talking about uh, in terms of realism, let them discuss with you Israel. Now, understand why this is. This has nothing really to do with Israel, but it works like this. Bobby Kennedy was at some event and he was speaking out of his ass about things, and he was being Bobby Kennedy, the intellectual, the man who has spent his adult life looking at the various permutations of, yeah, 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 okay. So anyway, he's doing all of this stuff, and, you know, there may in fact be a bioweapon that could in fact be targeted to deal with, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's true. If you don't think certain ethnicities and certain genetic makeups uh, are, uh, make people more susceptible, you don't know about Tay-Sachs or Rye syndrome or sickle cell or BRCA, was it one or two, an Ashkenazi lineage. It has nothing to do with Judaism or faith. It's about genetic and predetermined biological markers, susceptibility, and the like. Remember what Remember what um, um, sickle cell was an adaptation to malaria. Remember they were finding out that uh, during heights of individuals who were either had the predisposition to sickle cell, there a, a a cytologist noticed that when he put a cover slip on a, a blood sample, the uh, red blood cells would sickle by virtue of the deoxygenation of the, and they said that might have been it. And malaria, malaria, bad air, it might have been an actual predisposition or a means of dealing with. Anyway, you make a long story short, black folks get that, and others don't. It's not racist. And if somebody, and if you don't think somebody can say, you know what, we might be able to fine tune some gain of function, let's play with some cleaving, whatever. To, to target black folks, you think this is out of women. You think this is out of the realm of possibility. You don't think 
that science is able to say, we'll, we'll create a virus. Now, I'm not saying we've done it now. I'm not saying, but you think that's not possible? Come on. Now, we're not experts. But if I were to tell you that certain people had a predisposition to it or certain people had it or had that, Bobby Kennedy is not anti-Semitic. So what happened was Debbie Wasserman Schultz, old Axel Grease, decided that she was going to make a big deal because the Democrats are scared witless over Bobby Kennedy Jr. So they said, what did we do? Did he say Jews? What? Did Bobby Kennedy mention Jews? Well, yeah, but he mentioned Ashkenazi and Chinese. That's it. Anti-Semitic. What? Anti-Semitic. Debbie, you do it. You take the lead. Okay. Show your leadership. I will. I'll problem. I got to say what? That Bobby Kennedy is anti-Semitic? He doesn't like Jews or Israel? Are we serious about this? You want me to say that? Yes. Okay. All right. And that's what happened. So after that, Bobby reaches out to Rabbi Shmuley, who I have known forever. This was Michael Jackson's lawyer. He is one of the smartest, media-savvy proponents of the... Bobby Jr. says, let Shmuley and I meet. Let They have a contract at the Society for Ethical Culture. And then somebody picks up the phone and says, what are you doing? Are, are you... This is what we think we're supposing this. We don't know firsthand, but we're imagining that the conversation went, are you, you're doing what? Yeah, cancel that. We can't cancel it. We don't help him. He's trying to, he's trying, he's killing us. Ethical culture. Do you know how much money I'm imagining? How much money you get from either the government or us or Democratic voters? If you don't do, okay, 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 we're going to cancel it. Okay. Now, let me explain something to you. I promise you, when you talk to somebody who is discussing Israel and Palestine, rule number one, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Remember what I'm talking about. Remember what I'm saying to you now. If ever somebody comes to you and uses the word Jewish lobby, Israeli lobby, Israel lobby, they don't know what they're talking about. And when I say that, they don't understand nuance, context, perspective. They have no clue whatsoever. None. 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 And by the way, there are some people, by the way, who are also either pro-Palestinian or pro-Israel, to the exception or to the exclusion of realism, they themselves don't know what they're talking about. It's about this. And it is a situation and an issue that is so complicated. Try explaining, try having somebody explain the troubles in Ireland to you. Try that one. Try, but they were blowing things up. Okay, here we go. That's true, but you don't understand anything. That's true. When black people talk about, you know, I say, oh, God, are they saying, do you know what it's like to be black? Do you, do you want to hear what they have to say? Do you want to know what somebody who's gay, what they, I don't want to hear that. That's America. I don't want to hear, I have my opinion about your case, your plight, your whatever, and that is it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. 
Do you understand? I don't want to talk about it anymore. Period. I don't want to talk about it. That's what America is. I have this one friend, means well, he goes, the Jewish, no, no, excuse me, it's not Jewish, the Israel lobby. I said, there's a gun lobby, there's a climate lobby, there's a gay lobby, a trans lobby, a Palestinian lobby. What is with you? You're nothing but spewing one cliche after another. You don't understand this. You can't conceive of this. You don't know what their point is and what their point is. You don't understand the mindset, what Israel represents to be. I'm not asking you to agree with it. That's what people think. I'm not asking you to agree with anything. And by the way, when it comes to Roger Roger Waters, you can think what you want, but please, at least, if he's been doing something for 20-something years or whatever it is, make sure you don't confuse what he's doing. Now, let me also explain something which is very, very important. Not that I have any say in this, but you should be able to say anything you want about anything. If you don't like Palestinians or Israelis or Roger Waters or the Irish or women, or you should be able to say whatever you want. You should be able to opine whatever you want. And if I don't like, I turn people off all the time. I don't watch them. I don't care what they have to say. I don't care. You know, some of many of you are saying, I'm not going to go watch Barbie. Don't watch Barbie. You're missing the point. But that's okay. You're entitled to that. See, in my perfect world, you can say whatever you want. Which leads me to another thing I want to tell you about. This is the most important. Many of my dear friends cannot say, cannot hold two seemingly inconsistent thoughts in their head at the same time. Give an example. Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson is, many people, it, he's their boyfriend. He's their everything. Tucker Carlson is their boyfriend. They love Tucker Carlson. Oh my God. They love Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson is, oh my God. They love Tucker Carlson. Okay, fine. Which is your entitled to? I think he's very good. I'm not going to join the fan club. I think in many respects he's brilliant. In many respects he's a pompous, spoiled brat. In many respects he's talking about subjects which nobody has ever talked about, and he is in that respect a hero of mine. He's also an elitist snob. He's a lot of things. He's got a lot of personal issues and maybe demons. And he, he, so I got no problem with that. I got no problem. But do other people say, no, you must love him or not? Well, sorry, I don't love him. I just think he's whatever. Okay. So recently there was a story about him. He was on with Asa Hutchinson. And Asa Hutchinson, who's 70. How old is he? Notice what I'm doing now? I think he was 80. Yes, he's 72 years old. And I just did this thing called research. So Bobby Kennedy, I mean, so uh, 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 Tucker was talking. And he said, 
Did you get a series of? Uh, did you get? Did you? Uh, did you get vaccines and boosters? Did you? And they said, "Well, did you? Did you have any?" He says, "Not one." By the way, Ace is seventy-two. Uh, Tucker Carlson, his age, he is fifty-four. Okay, fine. Now, here's your story. This is a guy, Tucker Carlson, who again hated this idea of people. People shouldn't be browbeaten into into taking vaccines. You should, if you don't want to take a vaccine, you shouldn't be able to. Okay, fine. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, 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 biomedical tyranny, biomedical martial law, biomedical rights. Absolutely. Jacobson is going to have to be overruled the Supreme Court. And that was his thing. You can't force people. Yes, you're right. Yes. Yes, Tucker. So what does he do? He browbeats Asa Hutchinson, who's 72 years old. Whose physicians tell older folks, hey, you should take this vaccine. But Tucker, who was speaking as this pompous bully, who I still like, but sometimes he asks like an arse, like a cloaca. He does. And nobody sees that. Because they can't handle two different, what is that great line? I want to quote it exactly. Uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald. This is this is the line. Two ideas. This is the wonderful thing. He says, "Yes, their test of a first-rate intelligence is the ability to hold two opposing ideas in mind at the same time and still retain the ability to function. The ability to hold two opposing ideas in mind. I can hold five, six, ten, and still maintain the ability to function. Why? Because." I, like most people, am an adult. I've lived. I understand. It's called realism. And by the way, one more time, because I'm doing this now. See what I'm doing? I'm looking this up. Definition, because I like formal definitions. Like definition of uh, realism doctrine. It's really seen in, in foreign uh, realism Realists believe that there are no universal principles in which all states may guide their actions. Instead, a state must always be aware of the actions of the states around it and must use a pragmatic approach to resolve problems as they arise. You see, this is what people don't understand. You want to find out what's going on? Talk to black people about what they think. Talk to gay people. Talk to Jews. Talk to Israelis. Talk to Palestinians. Talk to Muslims. Talk to trans folks. Understand their perspective. This is the simplest thing around. Do not speak in this apodictic way of speaking, left and right. Call it the way it is. If you want to understand the way the troubles were in Ireland, understand what it is like. They will look at you and they say, yes, yes, we are blowing things up. This is a war. They are, they are the enemy. This is our country. You go, that's crazy. You're not understanding. You're not listening to what they're saying. If you want to find a serial killer, understand what the serial killer is saying. I'm not trying to compare the two, but if you want to understand what's going on. I have, I have a, uh, I'm sort of a friend I've known for years and years and years. And my friend is so 
his health is just. And I keep telling my other friends, because we're concerned with them, I said, we cannot browbeat somebody into being whatever it is. He is morbidly obese. He is dangerous. But you've got to understand his point of view. He does not see this as being uh, problematic. He thinks everybody in his family is large. He thinks large is a sign of being healthy and whatever. I'm not saying that's right. That's the way he thinks. And nobody understands what's going on here. That's why Tucker Carlson can never be a politician. You can't go out there. There are people that I know. How about in and out? See where in and out says you cannot wear a mask? Would you have a law that says you can't wear a mask? I think masks are the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. But if that makes you feel better, I'm not going to tell you you can't do that. I'm not going to tell you if you're working if you're working in a place and you're worried. I've got a very dear friend of mine, young man. He he is petrified. He never ever. Go, I'm not going to tell him. He's I'm not going to mandate that he does that. What I think is irrelevant. Do you understand what I'm saying? Are you able to put your particular ideas inside and understand this is what they're thinking? This is the way they think. I don't know how to explain this to you any way other than what I'm saying. This is the part that I don't understand. Everybody's in the apodictic, black and white, left and right, Manichaean, good guys, bad guys, we're right, they're wrong, that sort of thing. And by the way, Tucker is the worst, though he's very good. But he's the worst when it comes to this. He sees it. He is an elitist. He's a snob. But he's our snob. It's like, remember the old expression, he's a son of a bitch, but he's our son of a bitch. This is what Lincoln, well, about what the LBJ said about J. Edgar Hoover. Better have him on the inside pissing out than the outside pissing in. Bobby Kennedy is also part of that Kennedy elitist snob group. But he's better at maybe, you know what I mean? Understand limitations. Tulsi Gabbard is Yvonne DiCarlo. She thinks she's so sexy. It's not even funny. Fox News is for children. You want to go down the list? I'll go down the list. But Tulsi Gabbard, in many respects, I respect because she's able to formulate a particular idea that is that resonates by virtue of idea. Carrie Lake, I think, is one of the most unimaginative politicians of them all. But yet she knows how to speak to her particular constituency and she does a very good job. Now what I'm saying is seemingly inconsistent. No, it's not. I'm having two seemingly inconsistent ideas and I'm not losing my ability to function. Do you not understand this? Do you not get what's happening here? I don't know what's going on. Bobby Kennedy's making, Bobby Kennedy's with this stupid vaccine thing. Bobby Kennedy will never listen to what I'm saying. He doesn't know me, but I'm going to say, Bobby, I don't want to talk about the vaccine anymore. Bobby Kennedy's going to say, I control my narrative, not you. You've heard what I have to say. Go back and watch my YouTubes. Now, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about crime. Let's talk about crime. If you think you're going to be able to go in this world and you're going to run for office and you think you're going to use, if you think, now this this is the truth, whether you like this or not, if you think, and let me tell you something. That Israeli lobby, you're dead. You're finished. 
you're through. Because let me tell you something of the reality of this. You may not like this, but this is the way it is. This is a mentality of a group of people who have had horrors that you cannot even conceive of by virtue of their parents or their grandparents, in not inculcated, but basically branded into their DNA. The Irish, I've got friends of mine. I got one friend, if you refer to dairy as London dairy, I think he'll kill you right there. You don't understand what this is. The British, I had another friend, you say Maggie Thatcher, it's just, you don't get it. Because we really don't have this in this country. We have, the closest thing we have is maybe teams. Are you a Yankee fan? I'm a Red Sox fan. That's it. That's it. Because we've been very lucky. But let me explain something to you. Let me explain something to you. You gotta look at the remember, this is realism. This is the way it is. You've got a group of people who are saying very frankly this. They are not gonna do to us what they did before. Period. And you could talk about guilt and there's all these theories. I don't know anything about that. All I know is they're saying we are not to be trifled with. You're gonna respect us, you're gonna fear us, and you're gonna listen to us. We are not gonna be pushed around. We are not gonna ever be we're not gonna go through this again. And you might think, what you might think is overreaction, our perspective is a little different. You understand? We don't want to hear about Iran. You understand that? We don't want to hear it. This is our, this is our red line. That's it. That's it. Same thing that Putin said regarding Ukraine. That's it. That's it. See that guy over there? Make fun of his handicapped kid. Go ahead. Watch what happens. What? He's going to clobber you. But that's not right. Oh, yeah. Go see. Just tell him that. But but make sure you say This is a reality. I'm not asking you whether you like it. I'm not asking you whether it makes sense. You think you're going to disabuse people of this? You think you're going to change your mind? I've known black people, friends, people of my... They're, they're haunted. Haunted by history they have never seen before. They've never even remotely been around it, but they know about it. And it's again, it's this inculcation. It's this, it's the, it's in their chromosomes, but it, because of what it is, that's reality. I'm not going to disabuse them of this. You don't understand what's going on. You don't understand what's going. On. Now, I don't know how to tell people this. I don't know what to tell people now. By the same token, oh, this is where I don't care what you have to say. Ron DeSantis is suggesting, did you hear what Ron DeSantis said about slavery? Did you hear this? Oh, this this is, I mean, this is beautiful. Uh, this is, this is, okay. Ron DeSantis, and I'm and I'm going to take this. I'm going to presume that this is taken into context. This is from the Business Insider. Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida said black people benefited from some of the skills they learned in slavery, and students in the state will soon learn about the personal benefit in a Florida's education curriculum. Florida's Department of Education on Wednesday approved a new curriculum for the state's African American Studies program in public schools, which instructs students on the personal benefits of slavery to black people. 
they're probably going to show that some of the folks that eventually parlayed, you know, being a blacksmith into doing things later in life. Okay. Now, is there any truth to this? Yeah. It's it's important to learn uh, about being a blacksmith. Under the tyranny of slavery? No. No. Hey, a lot of slaves out there learned got outside. They were they were in good shape, working out in the sunshine. You know, a lot of people go to these boot camps, you know, and they hey they they uh you know, they go to these uh you know, where they're pulling the ropes and they're throwing bags and I'm sure being a slave had its cardiovascular ba- this is ridiculous. What are you kidding me? Slavery? Slavery? Well, child labor law was good too when kids were getting their little fingers cut in, you know, threshers and looms because, I mean, after all, it taught him a trade. See, this is just stupid. Now, does he have the right to say that? Of course he does. But there goes his career. That's the most stupid thing. See, nobody, we don't like that because that's just stupid. Now, when folks understand something, people say, for example, let's talk about uh, uh, reparations. People say, reparations, that's the most ridiculous damn thing I've ever heard in my life. Okay, fine. Reparations may be stupid, actually dispensing of money. But there are folks who have said that they have never forgotten the historical, even though they themselves weren't on here, about the notion of slavery. And if you don't understand that, you're not paying attention. You're not paying attention. And if you say something, they will jump on you, not because they mean it, not because they care. Nobody cares about, you think Debbie Wasserman Schultz cares about biomedical, do you think she really thinks that Bobby Kennedy is anti-Semitic? No. No. But she's a tar- she's targeted. Okay, fine. You do it. Maybe because she's Jewish, maybe, I don't know. But you do it. Okay, fine, I'll do it. And you jump on that. All right, that's good. That's the way it works today. And what Bobby Kennedy Jr. has to do is he has to realize and he has to recognize, stop talking about vaccines. Stop it. How many times do I have to tell you? And what they're also going to say is, oh, you're going to get Shmuley. Oh, so Shmuley's going to give you the okay? What kind of a deal do you have with him? That's what they're saying. Say, Shmuley, uh, Bobby, listen, can you do me a favor? Yeah, can you come out and tell people I'm not anti-Semitic? Yeah. What's in it for me? Okay, I'll tell you. You don't think that happens? Shmuley benefits because he all of a sudden, most people say, who the hell is Shmuley Botiak? Well, you know now. So he benefits. This is reality. This is realism. I understand it. I understand it. If somebody says, hey, wait a minute. They just told me what I said was crazy. They told me. They said that I'm crazy and thinking that uh, that uh, that um, uh, 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 viruses can be weaponized. Let me, let me, let, let me get Mar- uh, Marty McCary. Marty, what do you think? Okay. Johns Hopkins, you get somebody to verify, to come forward and say, no, what he's saying is, in, this happens all the time. Whether it's a rabbi, whether it's a doctor. But Bobby Kennedy is veering. He's, 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 he's drifting. He's got to determine, I'm going, my boat is going this way. I'm talking about this. I don't want to talk anymore about, about uh, vaccines. I don't want to talk about that. And I've got a friend of mine, like I said, 
And if you don't know people, I mean, you and I can laugh about this, but I think In-N-Out Burger is wrong. If somebody wants to wear a mask, so what? Sometimes, let me tell you something. I have, I heard something yesterday. There was a concomitant study that said during mask, when, when mask wearing was down. I saw this. I watched this series of emergency room and I love this one channel. I'll give you the name of it. It's doctors who take these courses. I was watching a doctor explain how to read an EKG. I don't know what... I understand how EKG works. Let me rephrase that. He's doing the thing. He goes, okay, see, sigmy mode, you got see, you got, you got two, two, you got two, one, four, you got the atrial cuspid. Okay, now look at this. Here, 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 and here. And he's pointing this thing out to me. I don't know what he's saying, but I know that what he's pointing out means something. I thought that was interesting. I heard a lecture yesterday on a frostbite. Frostbite. I didn't know anything about frostbite. And the woman who's doing this thing, she says, I'm from Southern California. I've never seen frostbite one time. So what am I doing talking about frostbite? It's a heat. It's a heat uh, uh, lecture in reverse. Same thing. Frostbite, frost nip. First degree, second degree, third. Same as heat. I didn't know this. Well, the same woman said that during this period of time as far as COVID, and she was going to Omicron and hear the statistics. It's like, wow. This was not a pro. This was not. I know some people say, oh, this is nothing but a, um, you know, uh, the big pharma, whatever. But she's going through these stats. And she says, interestingly enough, during the time of masks, some form of influenza were gone. Just gone. Because masks work. That was her thing. There's nothing, there is not this group of people who sit back and they say, and we're going to come up with this thing called COVID, and it doesn't exist, and it's a nanotechnology that's used to depopulate people, and it's Bill Gates, and they're going to be, no, no, it's a great story, but that's not true. There may be some people who there might be who wanted wanted to do this, but there are other people who say, "What are you talking about?" Two different ideas without losing the ability to function. And if you think you're going to be the president of the United States and telling half of the population who were scared out of their mind over vaccines, and you're going to tell them you're what you're not going to have them, that you're not going to mandate them, they're going to say, "Can you?" There are people who actually voted for Trump because he did warp speed. You got another group of people who hate Trump because of warp speed. This is called realism, my friends. Either you get it or you don't. I don't. And frankly, here's the thing. I don't care whether you get it or not. You can do one of two things. You can be like the most of the people who are on, you know, like Fox News. Oh, God, that's... I saw, I swear to God, I'm not going to mention names, but I'm just going through my thing, my YouTube, making my channel. There was a group of these people. There's one, it looks like a Barbie. It looks like a bunch of these middle-aged moms who go dressed as Barbie. Hey, we're wearing pink. I swear to God, what kind of a bimbet procession is this? That's Fox News for you. But you know what? I don't care. Why? Because I can understand Rupert Murdoch. I'd probably do the same thing. Rupert Murdoch would say, what the hell do I want to throw my career away, my, my dynasty, because of Fox News? I'm making more money with the NFL. I don't care about this. I'm a realist. It's a work. It's wrestling. Come on. It's a shoot. Get with the program. Why do you think Joe Rogan, why why did Joe Rogan decide, well, I'm not going to hope. And by the way, I love Joe Rogan. I think I've told you many times, Joe Rogan is still the best thing, the most important person on 
platform today. But he has some morons on there. There are some people I just do not get, but that's fine. It doesn't matter what I think. But here's my question. Why is he not having Trump on? Why? Why is he saying, oh, I don't want to have Trump. I don't want to help Trump. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, you really believe that? Come on. Stop it. Who owns Spotify? Daniel Elk, Swedish billionaire, entrepreneur, and technologist. He's the co-founder of CEO of Spotify. And he's smart. And he's smart. It's Daniel Elk and Martin Lawrenson. As of 2023, Elk has 16.5% ownership of ordinary shares and 31% of voting power. Okay, fine. That's good. Now, by the way, interesting fact too, Israel is about the size of New Jersey. Do without what you want. It kind of gives you perspective. Do with it what you want. And by the way, let me just say something. There's a whole bunch of folks in Israel, by the way, who are not Jewish. They're Arabs and they live in Israel. And they do not think in terms of, uh, you know, Jewish and not Jewish. They don't think like that. And by the way, there are people who, let me also say something. There are people who I believe are not anti-Semitic and they despise Israel. They're not anti-Semitic. They're people who despise France and Russia. They're not Russophobic, or maybe they are, but I don't believe this. I'll go so far. There are people who don't like racist Greeks, and they're not racist. I know it sounds good. What are you saying? Just because you don't like somebody doesn't mean you wish them harm. That, to me, is the problem. I want these people. I want them. But just because you don't like somebody? No. That's freedom of speech, freedom of choice, freedom of selection, freedom of the ability to say, I don't like these people. Great. Great. Have you ever known people who say, there's a black family moving here. We're going to get the hell out of here. Or you don't think that happens? Happens all the time. Are they racist? Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. They're, they're electing what they want. They're moving. Why? It's a family of kids. They got a family with a bunch of screaming and yelling kids. I'm getting the hell out of here. Are they anti-family? No. They have a perspective. You must understand this about me. Let me see if I can explain this. I don't, I, more than, more than you think, I don't have a diagnosis of your thing. I just want to, like for example, in terms of being bad, this is a racist, this is a misogynist, this is whatever. Um, I know you. I don't even get to the name. There's one guy that I know who hates women. He despises women. I don't know if he's a misogynist. He just hates women. I don't know the guy too who will not eat a mushroom to save his life. Hates mushrooms. What does that mean? Is he a, an, an anti-mycologist? I don't know. We always love names. I don't care why. I just know your behavior. I know your behavior. I know what you... I just I just know things. I know what people think. And I know politics. And I know BS artists. And I've met them my whole life. And when I tell people, they say, don't you understand what's happening right here? 
Don't you understand? I can compliment you and insult you in the same breath. Sean Hannity is a genius. You know why? Sean Hannity doesn't say anything. Sean Hannity is not threatening to anybody. Sean Hannity is not important. He's just popular, but he's not critical. He's not a deep thinker, but he's the smartest person on TV there is. He's a survivor. He's the best at TV. But politically, is a child. Okay, now how do you figure that one out? Did I insult him? No, it's true. And he'll probably tell you, damn right. You don't see me getting into problems. You don't see me getting... I've been here. I'm a survivor. He outlasted them all. Smartest guy in the world. Anybody who gets to follow Rush and Bill O'Reilly, good for you. But if you want to go into depth, forget it. Victor Davis Hanson. Absolutely one of the most interesting people. Uh, Ready for TV? No. As a guest, yes, but that's about it. Tucker Carlson, because we love to talk possibility. I told you, spoiled brat, elitist snob, doesn't really know what he is, very immature in some respects, loves adulation, absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, gets it. Glenn Beck, wherever the wind's blowing. He's a, you know those little, what are they, not dandelions, what do you call those little things, dandelions with little, they, they float, is that a dandelion? No. What do you call those little things, those little, uh, oh, the white yeah, they float, whatever they're called. Dandelion or the will of the wit, whatever these things, uh, you know, he just floats wherever he is. I remember when Beck was his, he was his Alex Jones thing, with and he's talking about special uh, drawing rights and reserve currency and, you know, whatever Alex said, he said that same day. Didn't know what he wants to do when he wants to grow up. Very good, very effective, very popular. Knows his stuff, knows his craft. See, I give two different two different opinions. Dandelions, yes. It's the way it is. And me, my problem, I just don't care. I just, I, I don't, I don't care. I, how do I say this? I don't care what you think. That's a terrible thing to say, but it's true. I'll, t- I'll be the first one to tell you. I don't care. Sometimes things just, sometimes things change. Sometimes things are not really the way they are. I don't know yet. This is where we are right now. This is something very interesting. There are people that I can tell you, I'll bet you anything that during his during his time when he was lucid, I'll bet you Joe Biden might have been the greatest guy to sit next to at a like. Did you ever go to a wedding and you you're at a table and you go, "Hey, how are you?" and you got to sit with these people for the whole night? I'll bet you he's a hell of a lot more fun to talk to than Donald Trump. I know this. Joe Biden is a backhand. We knew from people in D.C., people who were there, they love Joe Biden. Joe Biden is, he is a politician. Trump's not a politician. You want to hear good and bad? I can give you both at the same time. I don't care. I'll tell you the way it is. This is the way it is. 
This is it. This is reality. I want to win this thing. And by the way, if somehow, this is my prayer, and I'm watching this right now, Cornell West. Cornell West is, how do we say this? Cornell West was is spot on regarding, this is a guy who has been a prototypical lefty. He liked Jill Stein and Ralph Nader. And that's fine. I understand why. But he is posing as, a, even he's going against Joe Biden. He understands what's going on. Can you see what's happening? I saw him with an interview with Christopher, Hitch, uh, Christopher Hedges. It's very good. Excellent. No, I'm not all in with Cornell West. That's not the point. You see what's happening here? Do you see what's happening? Do you think that... Oh, I got somebody else who say there's no way that Joe Biden's going to step down. Are you kidding me? As we speak right now, they're bringing Gavin Newsom. I've been telling you this because it's obvious. Gavin Newsom's a person. Let me ask you something. Let's see how good you are. You've always got to be able to stop and be able to say, okay, here's what the Democrats should do. Here's what the Democrats should do. Here's what they should do. This is what the Democrats should do in order to win. Let me advise the Democrats. This is what they need to do. Because Gavin Newsom is going to start, and remember, the moment you start changing your mind, the moment you start changing your mind, the better it is. If Gavin Newsom should start saying things like, I think parents should have more authority. We've got to stop kidding ourselves. We have to do something about crime. It's not so much about doing something about crime. It's about allowing people to live in their city, city that they love. And you say, whoa, 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 wait a minute, who is this? You can change any time you want, any time you want. He can do that. He's, you're going to see that. Tack left, tack right. Anybody ever sail? Okay, you don't sail like this. You sail like this, and then you go like that, and then you go like that. Tacking. You don't just go straight. Well, you tack left, then you tack right, tack left. That's the way it is. It's the way it's going to be. You know what I know, and we all know this. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. And half of the time, the 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 the, the most important thing is if the Republican Party listened to me and said, "All right, that's enough. Let's stop. Stop with this, Ron DeSantis. Stop it. I want one person. Either make up your mind or not." You've got to ask yourself, so far Trump is a leading candidate. And by the way, I think some of you folks are absolutely, I love you to death, but some have exhibited no political acumen whatsoever because Donald Trump is a, is, is a minefield. It's a liability. There's a lot of good things to be said about him. But so many people love Donald Trump so much because they love him, they don't ever put him in the perspective of does this make sense politically because you have no sense of politics. You have no sense of it. It's it's a it's this thing about whatever. You have this love affair with him, or maybe he's your boyfriend, or maybe you've you've been through so much where it kind of gives you a sense of uh, I don't know I don't know what the word is something. Uh, Trump is nothing but ambivalence for me. Trump is great, but he's a problem. He's good, but he's a detract. It's very difficult to figure this thing out. Very, very, very. But he's the only one. He's the only one. Here we go. Vivek Ramaswamy. Do you know what you say about vegetarians? 
he went into this thing where he he actually said with a straight face something. It was on TikTok that he believes that uh, vegetarians he, that he doesn't eat meat because he doesn't think you should slaughter animals or something like that. What? What are you, an idiot? People hate vegetarians, hate vegans, hate them. They love when you ever. The reason why people don't want to hear there's a couple of reasons. Number one, they know they know deep down inside they know. They know they should either cut down or whatever it is, and they don't like you because apparently you're able to do this and you remind them whatever it is. Plus, a lot of vegetarians are just weird people and vegans are the strangest of the strange. Why did you say that? Why did you say that? Nobody cares about why you... You, you just... We're the biggest meat-eating... Are you kidding? Why would you... This, this is the stupid part. This is the stupid part. I would never, ever say that I think there's something morally wrong with eating and consuming meat. If I'm a vegetarian or a vegan, I'm saying I'm doing it for health reasons or whatever it is. But everybody should be able to eat what they want. That's it. Move on. That's it. That's it. Arnold Schwarzenegger would agree with you. He's changed his diet. People, you know, how stupid. It's the unforced errors that I don't understand. Why are you? Why do they do this? Why do these people say this? Why would DeSantis talk about slavery while you learn a trade? Are you out of your mind? How stupid are these people? Dear God, I don't understand it. And let me tell you something. There is a way, there is something that has to be done and what you do is the most powerful thing you could do. Do you know that in the state of New York, Kathy Hochul is going to be, I am convinced, this is the only, the only thing that makes sense, she is trying to show her other Democratic uh, governors that she is the, the, the biggest radical leftist of them all. Why? She wants to provide health care for hookers and prostitutes, which is nothing but human trafficking. Nobody goes into sex work because they don't want to drive an Uber on the weekends. Nobody goes in for the dental plan. She wants to give free dental. Sex workers will eventually be reduced to that of children. You are seeing systematic... Now, you can't tell people this right off the bat, because they're gonna. it's too much for them to take. Too much. I'd love to be at a group of people, Hello, my name is so-and-so. And I'm and I'm and I'm running for whatever. I guess I'm on the Republican Party. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. How many of you think that the government should take away your hot water heater? Anybody? Nobody thinks that. Start off with that. Well, I'll make it very simple for you. The Democrats want to take away your hot water heater. Here we go. Here's the information. That will mean more to them than CBDCs, uh, than uh, Klaus Schwab, ESG, CEI, HRC, DEI, Dylan Mulvaney, Anheuser-Busch. How many of you, dear friends, love a good pizza? Who doesn't love a good pizza? Ooh, I love a good pizza. Mozzarella, cheese, and some pepperoni. Isn't that wonderful? Have you ever had a... You ever had a New York pizza? Oh, they're so good. And there's two kinds of pizzas we have in New York. One is coal. The other one is wood burning. Do you know 
that if the Democrats get their way, those are going to be illegal. How do you like that? Including your fireplaces. How about that? You think I'm making this up? You think I'm making this up, don't you? I know you do. You think I'm making this up? Oh, no. They're not done yet. They're not done yet. You know what a 15-minute city is? Do you think you should be able to live in a city where you can walk for 15 minutes? And it started a while back. And when I got done with them, I'm just going to ask them, do you think this makes sense to you? I'm not even going to tell them. Let them tell me. No, it doesn't make sense. Well, you got one or two choices. If you want to stop that, if you would say, no, I know where you're going. And by the way, they're hiding in plain sight. They're telling you about this, my friends. They're telling you about this. And by the way, if you think you're going to do some highfalutin uh, vaccine uh, argument to America, you're out of your mind. If you want to talk about mRNA and myocarditis and blood clots, most people don't want to hear anything about that. Nope. Because what they're worried about is dying and you're missing the point completely. You're missing the point. And I know, I've got these friends of mine, oh, they think everybody, oh, they think they're so smart. as say, you are a political nightmare. I will kick your arse. If we ran for office, I know exactly what to say. Tell them what they want to hear, tell them what they know, and tell them how you're not going to scare them, and you're going to make their life better, and that you've got a view of the future. Does Trump ever talk about the future? Nope. Does Carrie Lake talk about the future? Nope. Does Tulsi Gabbard talk about the future? Nope. Does Sean Hannity or Beck or anybody else? Nope. They just... Their, their whole thing is to attack. And as you said, Hunter Biden, enough with Hunter Biden. There was a very brave, there is a very brave young woman. Her name is Emma Jo Morris. She's very good, very good. And you know what's going to happen with her bravery before the House regarding the Hunter Biden laptop? Nothing. 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 People are so sick and tired of hearing about the Hunter Biden laptop. It's it's just, they're just tired of it. But you can't get enough of it. You love this. You think this is important. Doesn't mean anything to most people. Doesn't mean anything to most people at all. At all. How do you like that? Because that's that, that's that uh, weird, idealized, stylized Republican thinking. So that's it, my friends. Now, a couple of things I want to tell you, I want to bring to your attention. Now, remember, this is why this is why I am not me. They don't like me because I say it the way it is. And if you agree with it, okay. If you don't, well, what are you going to do? You're entitled. But I know what I'm talking about. Believe me, I know what I'm talking about. I know you may not think so, but it's true. Because I believe in realism. Okay, number one. Number one, Mrs. Dell's got a brand new, a brand new video. She has the most important video there is, the most important. This is, this is YouTube. And I want you to go and I want you to subscribe to her right now. It's critical that you do this. That's number one. Because what they are doing to our kids, you cannot believe this, period. Another thing, too, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go, whether you like it or not, I want you to follow her on Twitter as following. Oh. 
right there. I want you to follow her on Twitter right there. Do you hear what I'm saying? Right there. Very important. Very critical. Very, 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 very critical. Do you hear what I'm saying? Good. I'm glad to hear that. It's very important. Very critical. Now, another thing, too, is in the event that you like to hear some stuff which is far more brutal than is normally heard, especially in in our world right now, I have a private channel. What a private channel is, is basically, it's a paywall. I make no bones about it. But I get to say what I want, and nobody can stop me. And it's stuff that would get you absolutely clobbered in the real world, because it's true. And that's that. And finally, I want to say something. We've had a very good sponsor, and we love these our dear folks, at MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com is terrific. MyPillow.com. This is the... It's going to be, by the way, the 20th anniversary. They've got a sale right now. 20th anniversary. Limited edition. Queen size and king size. With a promo code. 1998. Beautiful, beautiful. Just look at what's going on. Towels, overstock sales, slippers. They've got, they've got, right now as we speak, quilts. Save up to 60%. Gossamer blankets. Save up to 50%. These are deals, these are savings, the likes of which you have never seen before. MyPillow.com. And use this promo code Lionel and get a free gift. I know, gifts are free, but that's the way that is. All right, dear friends, we'll be back tonight probably, what, about 6 o'clock, as Mrs. L and I are going to be attending, proudly attending, the Shmuley and Bobby uh, Fandango and Jamboree this eve. So we'll be... Getting to you a little early this evening. So that's about 6 o'clock. So please, please be aware of that. Thank you so much for your kindness, for your generosity, for your courtesy, for your focus, for your countenance, and for your, your belief in the administration of liberty. That's all I want to tell you. I thank you so much. You are so great. I thank you. And we want you to like this, like me, like, 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 please. I'm sorry, because these things really matter. You are so terrific. It is always a pleasure and an honor to speak with like-minded and open-minded and great people like yourself. Realism, sometimes it hurts. Please never take what I'm saying as a personal uh, slight or an affront. It's just brutal truth. And I can't help it. I'm, I'm, I'm done lying in my life. I'm done. Not that I did that much, but I have no time for it. All right, dear friends, have a great time. See you tonight, 6 p.m. Don't ever change until then. Remember, the monkey's dead. The show's 